0: Welcome to Sheck Sports, brought to you by Planet Fitness No Judgment Zone. I am here in the great state of Maryland at my friend's house, Corey Glocker. Great to be back for a good weekend, catching up with some McDaniel folks, Go Green Tear. Um, so, we're going to focus on a, a quite a wild weekend in college football. It was great, championship weekend, really the heart of the season with the rivalries, the back and forth, some uh, crazy endings, some fights. Some intense passes, touchdowns, et cetera. So, we're just going to get right into it. Corey, uh, give me your three favorite wins and however, you know, which analysis you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah,
1: so thanks again for inviting me back on your show. Uh, I had a great uh, guest performance last time you are here in Maryland, so good to have you back. I think we get so far with you? So, first game that really blew me away, Oklahoma, West Virginia. Uh, good old country roads. That's what Oklahoma fa- uh, players sing after they won down in the country. Um, Again, two quarterbacks just playing for the uh, for the season on the line, most notably Oklahoma's Kyler Murray wanting his team to do whatever they can to make the win, mm-hmm. uh, even though the defense is really questionable, but right. Oklahoma had two defensive touchdowns so but still it was kind of a back and forth which team punted would make most, most likely lose, uh, regardless though high explosive performance so for both teams, yeah. I like uh, Oklahoma's chances to take the Big 12 and then look to get the, the last spot in the playoffs, thinking that Bama will beat Georgia in the yeah. championship game. The next game that was really impressive would be the Ohio State-Michigan game. Again, Ohio State was fighting for their season. Michigan hanging on to the last playoff spot, but wasn't enough to take down Ohio State in the horseshoe. Give credit to Haskins and the team for – Doing uh, with Their performance Definitely. against Michigan um, really displayed their character and their uh, grid to prove to the country that they're for real and they have a legitimate chance to pick, take the Big Ten, which I expect them to do against Northwestern. And last game, uh, even though this game did not have much playoff Im- uh, implications, LSU A&M. Yeah, um, great game. LSU has had a good season. Uh, three losses. I mean, the one to Bam went home was kind of the blower. And then the two road losses to Florida and yep. uh, last night. Um, to give credit to A and M though, for Jimbo, what he's doing over the uh, this past season. He's had some tough losses, Clemson, yes. Bama. So tough schedule, but you know they're making the most of it, and he's making the most of that program. First year in, getting out of Florida State um, gave them a national championship. Yep, with uh, Winston, and I thought he's. I think he could be coach of the year. Yeah, what he's doing for that program, definitely, and uh, just really turn around. Great win last night. I think they'll have a good good, uh, bowl game they'll play um, going into uh, December. Yep. So great win. Great season for them. Those three games really impressed me. And uh, looking forward to championship weekend next week.
0: Yeah, great analysis. Uh, You definitely did your homework and took all the games in, the action. I want to start off, obviously, with West Virginia, Oklahoma. I'm a big country Roads fan. I like Greer Greer a lot. Um, I honestly – to me, it was the worst defensive performance I've seen for a high matchup game. I mean, both quarterbacks had to keep their teams in literally for the entire span. It was really a Heisman showdown. I mean, these two players, A, are phenomenal leaders. B, they will be probably both nominated for the Heisman and one of them will win. And C, I can predict that they'll both have bright NFL futures. Um, But yeah, I mean, I was hoping West Virginia was gonna win. I think that was their first loss at home. They're usually very strong in Morgantown. You know, if, if, if the game was at Oklahoma, I think that it would have been a lot more in Oklahoma's favor, to be honest, at least by 14 points in Norman. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, both quarterbacks had a great game. You know, Murray and Greer. I, uh, to me, I would honestly give Greer the Heisman because just based on they're not a complete team. West Virginia is not as complete as Oklahoma. You know, Oklahoma could beat West Virginia nine times out of ten. West Virginia could win one of those times. Um, Greer's had a phenomenal season. He's thrown for over 3,000 yards. I think he has now about close to 40 touchdowns and maybe five interceptions. So he's definitely breaking some records. And I think no matter what, both QBs, both teams' programs have a bright future. It's been a bounce back here for Oklahoma. Definitely, I wouldn't say bounce back, but I personally thought that after Mayfield left, as we know, he's in the NFL now, hat, shout out to the Browns, that they would have an offseason where Murray decides to take a year off, have a final season, then go to the MLB. A lot of respect to him. My second game, I have to say, was uh, the Ohio State-Michigan game. Now, I had Michigan winning because, A, I'm a big, I like Big Blue. Um, Patterson's really impressed me. Michigan has been playing as we expect Michigan football to be with, you know, running, big defense. Their defense is great, that line. They've really proved themselves. And, look, it was very disappointing to lose in Columbus by six – you know, they lost by 62. The 62 points Ohio State scored. Uh, that's the most, actually, in the history of the game, the rivalry. It's their, it was their 115th meeting. So it's disappointing. Look, I think that no matter what, Michigan ha- should be happy. They'll get a bowl game. I know is gonna come under a lot of fire, but I would they're gonna keep him on. I mean, he's he signed like a over five year contract, it's a lot of money. You know, you had a great eight or nine game winning streak, you lose to Ohio State, it happens. Um certainly I think it should have been closer. They made some mistakes, but Ohio State in my mind is like Alabama where besides their players like Haskins and the running backs, they just have a factor to them that no other team does. Um I know myself, and I we've talked about it mutually, I am very disappointed in Ohio State as a, a university and the program, you know, with the whole Ert Meyer scandal. Um, I think that, yeah, I think Meyer should have been suspended more games. And as much as this win means to the program to Meyer, I hope that there's some changes that come out. I think that if Ohio State would have lost this game. Meyer would have been out at the end of the year no matter what the record was, where they finished in the playoffs or not. I still think that something may happen regardless of this win and where they end up. And going to my third game, and I actually put it in my notes, guys, this morning is really the game of the century, the game of hard time. Um... Yeah, a and LSU. I was at a bar last night with some of our friends, and we were, we were streaming it on my phone. We were getting into it. We were yelling at the screen, drinking booze, and I will never forget a game like that. It was so phenomenal in the sense of the grit, the plays. I mean, you're at Kyle Field, home of the 12th man. It's a venue that I want to go to. It was probably, I would say, the greatest game that a and has had since the, J- days of jo- uh, since the days of Johnny football, Manziel. And I said that in my pre- actually I said that in my pregame notes for this week that Murray would have a Johnny football MVP game, and he did. I mean, that kid will never have to pay for a drink the rest of his life <laughs> as long as he's in that town. Um, it's definitely a Heisman performance. I don't think he'll win the Heisman, but he had one of those Johnny Football, uh, Robert Griffin Third games where he really made a performance that will last a lifetime and we'll never forget. Um, but it was great. I mean, look, I know the ref put an extra second on the clock. I think it was the end of regulation, and there are some flags. But no matter what people say, A&M deserved to win this game. I had them as an underdog, and there's nothing you can take away. I mean, seventy-two to 74 to 72, highest game in FBS history. Kelly Mond was 23 for 49, six touchdowns, guys. Burrow on LSU was 25 for 38, about three touchdowns, 270 yards. So you had to combine nine, um, nine touchdowns, which is just remarkable. So shout out to a and I think that Jimbo will get coach of the year. He deserves it. He's turned around that program a lot and uh, I don't think he's going to leave. I would see this as a big contract extender. Obviously, Florida State lost to Florida yesterday. I feel bad for Florida State because I think Fisher kind of just left in the middle of the night as that term goes. Um, All right, so we did our three favorite wins uh, and really games in general. What was your most disappointing, I guess, loss that you had for a team? And if we already mentioned it, that's okay.
1: Um, I would say – and, again, it's not really – this team is not really involved. Yeah. Um, I'm going to piggyback on Florida State. You know, yeah. I know they've, good they've point. had a, a creative transition type season with um, Fisher leaving. Yep. And uh, just the whole program's kind of falling back a bit. Right, right. But they still have good players. Uh, Francois is not a bad quarterback. He's not. And I thought being in Florida State, yes, it's in-state rivalry game. Right. But they didn't play well. I expect to be closer. I know Florida's a good team, but yep. to lose like that um, at a right. stadium like that, right. and to not qualify for a bowl game, what thirty five years? Yeah, it's, I think it's it's, crazy. It's, um, it's a shame to see that streak break, and um, hopefully they can regain uh, their season next year and their program spirit again. But uh, I thought that loss to Florida just kind of. Put the nail in the coffin. I yep. thought they had more of a fight in that game, but it just looked, looked like a team that was dead. When they, especially when they played Clemson, right? Right. Yeah, I thought Clemson's a good team, but great team. Florida State's uh, they always had program history, but it seemed to that game it just really I don't know, it just really blew me away. Yep. That disappointment. So. Yep. Wish the best of luck for them next year. Uh, it's been long. It's been a long offseason for them. Sure. No December bowl game, and uh, hopefully they can get better soon again.
0: Well, well said. Um, my biggest disappointment was Washington um, State. So I, like, I'm like i a huge Washington fan. They played in the Apple Cup at Washington State, Martin Stadium. I had Washington State winning because the week before their, t- their quarterback, I forget his name, put up something about eight touchdowns. They had really the game of, probably the best game in their program's history. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm gonna go with Washington State. They're at home playing Washington. I would have chose Washington but they lost. Um, I was very disappointed. And their season's over. Now Washington is actually playing Utah in the Pac-12 championship, which is something that I really didn't predict. I thought it was going to be maybe like a Washington, Oregon, Washington, USC. Now I have the Huskies winning. I like Browning a lot. I'm a big fan of him, as you guys know. He'll be a high pick. But yeah, very disappointed. I thought Washington State, they had the home field advantage I mean, they were ten and one. Now they're ten and two. Now they're going to be seven and two in the conference. They'll still get a great bowl game. Look, they're an awesome program. I don't count them out, but they had a great advantage and they lost the opportunity. Um, so we went over our games. What we you know what we were thinking? Really fine analysis. Now I'm going to ask you a question, and we don't want to make it too long, obviously. But um, Maryland, they're really horrible situation. We obviously know about, and Ohio State. Uh, from what you read from the news coverage and your own personal, you know, kind of relations, maybe each university or being fans, which school would you say handled their situation best? And between those two schools, what do you think will have the most thought?
1: Yeah. Um, start off with the real situation. Um, uh, again, condolences to the family Yep. and just, the uh, program didn't do that great of a job Yes, they got ri- they got rid of the coach put him on leave and then bring him back yep for like temporary to bring stand then fire him yep I thought that was kind of shady sure um, way of handling it and the you know, for his presence stepping down yep um, and then again the other side going to Ohio State with um, Irma Meyer just clearly just kind of hiding in the back, behind the curtain, yep. about what he did, uh, his responsibility. I know he's going to deny it, and he'll continue to deny it, but right, it just seems like he, he has a foothold in the campus, university. Yep. Um, I mean, going with Duke basketball and Coach K, mm-hmm. but Coach K, I mean, God forbid he has nothing wrong, which nothing he has, uh, but Urban Meyer, uh, definitely, and again, I even watching him when he was in Florida, Right. Um, I still didn't like him as a coach then. Yep. And then now come in and state, it yeah, seems that like he has such a grip on the university, it's right kind of unbelievable. Yep, um, kind of putting value academics on sports. So, sure, not that I'm biased because I live in Maryland, but I think Maryland, even though they they reinstated it and there's a protest on the campus, yeah, but the university president stepping down and even them owning that they made a the mistake, yeah, it kind of they kind of put their balls online the line, sure. and um, manned up the situation, whereas Erdmeyer just kind of taking a back seat and just staying in the corner right. to save his job and his ass. Right. Um, it seemed Maryland was more Well, um, willing to make that, be honest so that they made a mistake. Yep. That you know, we did not hit the situation properly. Yep. We knew that this is going on. Yep. So, yes, it was a horrible situation, but – they they owned up to it, which I don't think any programmer or admire would ever do. Right. So, I would give the credit to them. They handled it better. and And right. uh, just hopefully that they can recover. Sure. And Canada will do his part. I thought he, was a, he did a good job. Give this away in the time he was in there. And the schedule they had. Almost took out of Ohio State. Yep. Probably from that game. but And hopefully this something happens at the Ohio State program. Whether if it's... Right. Lose scholarships or re-evaluate the situation again, yep. not just sweeping it with a broom. So.
0: Yeah, I admire your passion. Um, Yeah, my condolences again to the family. I think that I'm pretty – I'm on the same scale as Corey. I think obviously without any bias, media coverage, Maryland did a far superior job. I'm going to say this, and if you guys call me crazy, that's all right, but Maryland is the only school since – The Penn State situation, and this is going back, Penn State was what, I think 2013? Yeah, 2014. They're the only school in my mind since Penn State that has actually put being human and doing the right thing above money and winning championships. Whether it's, and look, I'm a huge fan, but yeah, whether it's UNC, Ohio State, Charleston for suspending five players for playing fantasy football when they're using their own money, um, you know, Louisville with the, the the scandal with the players and and Coach Patino. I mean, Maryland is the only school that has said we're gonna take into account what we want to do for students above to money and in coaching. I think that obviously it was a mistake they brought the coach back, but they did the right thing of letting the coach go. Um, obviously, the president stepped down. I think the AD stepped down as well. Um, Ohio State very embarrassing. You know, I, I had somebody I was having the discussion. And we were talking about the Ohio State situation. He said, you know, I don't think it's really right what they're, what Meyer did. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, the guy was married and he was in a relationship. And I said, look, man, to be fair, if you – look, if, if I go to – let's say like I go at a party and I, and I know friends that are dating. If I see either person harming another person, I'm going to say something. And it really shouldn't matter if they're in a relationship. You know, I mean – Going back to Penn State, yeah, so, you know, Sandusky had a relationship with the the coach and all these other people, but relationships shouldn't come in the way of doing what's right as opposed to what's wrong. So I think that Meyer's situation, it's it's sad to see. Uh, There's a great podcast you guys should listen to. It's about Aaron Hernandez, and part of it talks about a lawyer that Meyer had at Florida that actually got around 30 players out of prison to the point where Aaron Hernandez was at a bar, got into an argument with, I think, the bouncer, the owner, uh, I think bit his ear or or cut his ear, and the um, lawyer, the next day, got him out of court. So, yeah, I think that, look, both situations are bad. I give credit to Maryland. They deserve a fresh start. Ohio State, I think it's a bad rap. Uh, Real quick, guys, so I I got this uh, top NCAA coach pay. So Alabama, Sabin makes about... Eight million a year. Urban Meyer makes about seven point six a year. Jim Harbaugh seven point five million. Fisher seven point five. So you have to understand these coaches are making more than some CEOs of blue chip companies. I mean, Ohio State could have a greater gross per margin or GDP per capita than AT and T. I mean, that's how much money is in college athletics. And I think at the end of the day, time and time and again. We see situations where where someone does something wrong and nothing's done, and then where someone does something that's not wrong, but we perceive it to be wrong, and they fall on the sword. Um, so we'll have plenty more to talk about. I'm curious to see what happens to Meyer. I mean, look, everybody deserves a second chance, uh, but I think that he needs to kind of take a step back and the university as well. So the final, we're about 20 minutes. We're going to do our final two takes, uh, picks, I should say. So one... Just give me your uh, national championship prediction and two, your Heisman winner. It doesn't have to be too long, whatever you want to yeah, say about both. So, um,
1: a lot going on. Look forward to next week. Uh, Heisman, Heisman trophy winner, I want to go with Murray. Just all around what he's done for the, for the team. Yep. After Mayfield left, stepping in. Um, I know he may transition to baseball in his career, but. Right. This performance, though, so passing and rushing, and uh, this consistency throughout the twelve games or eleven games, excuse me. No season is pretty remarkable. So, I expect him to win the Heisman Trophy, even though there's other contenders. But I think he's in the lead. And then the championship game or the championship winner, excuse me. I'm gonna go with Bama. Uh, I hate to be bandwagon or front runner. I like to see Oklahoma give him a, a battle. Right. I still think. Alabama may have a slight edge just because of defense. Sure. Tobart, Oklahoma. Um, and then I think they will beat Notre Dame. I'm not sold on. I know Clemson's wow. number That's two. That's bold, man. That's bold. I know Clemson's number two. Um, but, you know, I don't think Clemson has played many great and a lot of people to disagree with me. I agree with they you. They haven't played many great teams. Yep. ACC is kind of a weak conference. Yep. And if West Virginia, I mean, me, if Clemson has played, if they beat West Virginia. Right. Or if they play West Virginia, or any teams like Texas. Yep. Sure, they beat A and M. That was early in the season. Right. They kind of got like a, a few calls that went their way. Yep. Um, so I'm not really sold on Clemson as much. And yes, they have a great defense, but when they play some real teams, they kind of will show their uh, true strength. So definitely. If Oklahoma was to be a three seed, uh, if, if they do get to the championship four, right? Um, I think they would be, play Alabama in the championship game. Okay, um, but based on how the it will most likely turn out, I think Alabama will play against uh, Notre Dame. Okay, on uh, the championship, and then I'll give, um, Bama to win that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty not not a uh, blowout, but they'll have a solid win. Right. I just think it's an all-round uh, all too powerful team. Yeah. Um, I mean, I le- I would love to see Oklahoma or Notre Dame win just because they haven't won won in a while, yep. but
0: just kind of going like, if I had to choose, I would say Bama or Notre Dame in the final. Solid. Um, yeah, I. So it's funny how things time out in life and, and records and what happens. So Notre Dame, go Irish! Uh, they won at rival USC last night for the <laughs> Shalaki Trophy. It's pretty cool. You guys should look it up. Um, one of those you know little rivalry mementos that you get if you win the big game. So they finished the season twenty twelve and O. That's the first time since 2012 they finished 12-0. and it's, And the last time they finished 12-0, and they played, who bet you, uh, Alabama in the championship. So I have Notre Dame beating Alabama in the championship, 47-41. I think that, knock on wood, I said it last time, not only for my piece of sake for college football, but for the entire country, we need a non-ACC, non-SEC champion. I, agree. I mean, I'll I'll say this. If Alabama or Clemson wins the national championship, it's going to be the same thing we see with yep. uh, the Golden State Warriors, the, the Red Sox, the Patriots. I mean, honestly, I may not watch the it's playoffs boring. next year. It's, it's boring. boring. And to say the least, a lot of people have talked about moving it to maybe an 18 playoff, which I think may be a good thing to do. Um, but it is time for... And I'll say this: Look, Alabama is going to be—they are one of the great teams of all time. Look, I love Saban; he's a great coach. I've heard nothing bad about him. I'm sure he's a good family guy. I mean, he has a charity. He's really a father figure to a lot of these players. But they need to experience a loss. You know, you're only as good as when you can lose. So Notre Dame's going to win. They'll get their 12th consensus national championship, which I think is the most in any team for college football. Um, Brian Kelly will save his job. He'll solidify himself as a Hall of Fame coach. He's already set for life, but he'll prove himself more. Uh, if this is my top four for tomorrow, if I had it my way, I would have Clemson number one, Notre Dame number two, George number three, Bama number four. Wow, I would say Bama because like Clemson, both teams haven't had a, a strong schedule, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, the SEC is defined by Bama. The ACC is a pretty bad conference. They're def- and by the way, Clemson is playing uh, Pitt in the ACC championship, which is going to be a snooze fest. Yeah. I mean, Just- go Steel City. It's going to be a blowout. No. Notre Dame and Georgia have really proved themselves. And again, I say this. Georgia does not get enough credit. I think they've held every opponent they played this year to 20 points, which is better than Bama. Mm-hmm. Fromm has had a phenomenal season. You know, he should be a Heisman contender. I love the guy. He doesn't go on Twitter or any of these social media apps. Um, he just plays hard. And, um, you know, yesterday he threw for 175 yards, four touchdowns. And we'll see what happens. Um, my Heisman winner, I would say Murray. I like Greer, some other guys, but Murray deserves it. I mean, I would say if Kelly Mond, if they had won more games A&M, Mond would have won the Heisman Trophy for College uh, Station last night. But I'll give him credit. I forget what year he is. Maybe he'll have another year in the league. Uh, But, yeah, all right, guys. Well, next time we're going to talk about tennis. Um, I always enjoy having Corey on the air. A few shout-outs. Go Norwitz. Uh, Maddie Simmons, Tate, McDaniel Tennis. Um, Shout-out to uh, my friend Madeline. I'm going to see her at Cornell in the spring. Great Catching up with her yesterday, Emerson Toms and good family friends. Uh, I will see you guys next week for champion for the big championship weekend. Should be a lot of exciting games. Uh, this was Sheck Sports brought to you by Planet Fitness, No Judgment Zone. Corey, thank you again. Any yeah. closing words?
1: No, thanks again. I uh, hope to be back on the air. Um, perhaps when I visit the big, big apple, yeah, uh, big January, apple man, uh, New Year's Day or New Year's uh, weekend. And uh, we look forward to a uh, big weekend next weekend and next January. Yep. Uh, I'll show open. Yeah,
0: have a happy new year. New year.
1: And uh new, new season. So yeah. thanks again. Uh, talk to you guys later.
0: All right. Have a great week, guys. Stay safe. Be happy. And uh, we'll be back in the air soon for Sheck Sports. Thank you.